Hello and welcome. This is the Ultra Working Podcast. I am Chris Natterer. When when we look at professional athletes, and uh, when we uh, when you read books on the preparation that professional athletes do um, leading up to a competition, leading up to tournaments, there is a lot of emphasis uh, very often placed on the specific mental processes that an athlete will go through to prepare him to be in, you know, really dialed in and sharp and ready to go with the right attitude, mindset, with the right thoughts, um, with the right feelings in his body and just everything uh, dialed in to perform at his best. Some athletes have an almost comically, uh, you know, laid out routine. You know, for example, you'll have someone like Rafael Nadal that has these extremely specific steps that he goes through before he serves um, in, in, in tennis. And um, so in, in, in athleticism, in, in sports, pre-game, pre-competition rituals, or even you know, pre-move rituals are extremely common. And I think some of the best athletes, not sure if it's like 100% of all athletes, some it's very pronounced, where even as a, an outsider, you can clearly see what's going on and you can clearly see that they're going through some kind of ritual. And then may, maybe in some other sports, um, it's more internal and it's harder to tell that these athletes have some kind of routine that they're going through. But it seems to be that at least a significant percentage of the uh, best performing players um, in their specific fields have some kind of ritual that they're doing every time they step up to the plate, every time they step up to competition to make sure that they're showing up uh, reliably and um, consistently. Now, I thought about this concept and how it would translate to doing knowledge work. Because basically every single day, we also want to get ourselves in a position where we're able to perform at our very best day in and day out. We don't want to have a day where we're performing really, really well, followed by a day where for whatever reason, we just can't get it going to the same degree. And um, also like another you know, related concept is, I thought about these steps that your phone or your computer goes through every time you sort of switch it off and turn it back on. There are a very clearly defined number of steps that your phone, for example, goes through from the moment you turn on the power button to the moment it's actually asking you for your pin or your, and starts accepting commands. And this is not something that, you know, the phone will just create every single day in a random fashion. It will more or less do the same number of steps in the same order every single time. Because there is an ideal order that has been, in this case, designed or determined by some, you know, really well-paid and <laughs> well-trained engineers that know what their phone needs to be doing in order to get into this operational mode. When we wake up in the morning, we're kind of like a phone that has been switched off in the last night. 
And now we have to get ourselves into an operational mode. And I thought, what would be the steps that I could run myself through every single day, reliably in the morning, to make sure that I arrive, you know, an hour later, at my desk in sort of the ideal working, operating condition? What would I include in this bootloader, in this sequence? You know, there are some things that I could include that maybe don't really matter. And there are other things that if I don't include them might have a big impact on um, either the reliably, the consistency that I can show up, maybe also the, you know, the level at which I can show up, maybe the speed at which I can show up, um, all of these different factors that uh, I think I have, you know, they are, they are important and we have them in our control to some degree. And um, yeah, don't necessarily have an answer of what this might be yet. Um, there are some things that I think are helpful for myself at least. And um, maybe we can discuss them in the next couple of minutes. So at the moment, I started doing this maybe, at this point is probably a year ago where I've, I'm, I'm, I'm slowly moving towards a ever increasing and ever improving ritual in terms of how I approach my, uh, my morning. There are some physical aspects, there are some mental aspects, um, there is a lot of getting context and clarity involved. So I, um, for the most part, think it's, it's important to, um, you know, start building up momentum. That's, I think, one of the things that my whole morning routine is, is built upon. It's like, you jump out of bed and, you know, literally you're, you were an unmovable object for the last eight hours. And now it's time to get um, everything moving. Not only, um, not only physically, like, you know, actually getting you know, the blood moving, like getting your body into a, into a state of, of, of um, increasing its, its energy and its, its, its mental readiness, but then also getting some momentum going in terms of um, your, your thoughts, your ideas, um, your, your motivation, your drive. Um, I'm not sure if this is true for everyone. I think I definitely do believe some people, they wake up and they're just like switched on immediately. Like there isn't really this disconnect so the last thought they um, have in their mind, the evening off, like right before they go to bed, is sort of the first thought that pops back up in the morning when they wake up. This is not necessarily true for me. So I often will wake up and it's kind of like a blank slate and I have to reorient myself. So maybe some of the stuff that I'm, um, you know, talking about here is specifically tailored towards how I experience um, this this early part of the day um, when I wake up. Because it's not necessary that I wake up and I have like the plot immediately. I have to sort of create the plot. I have to, I don't know if you've uh, seen the movie Memento where the protagonist basically wakes up every morning and he can't remember anything and he has to piece back together what's going on in his life based on clues that he has left for him the day before. It's not quite like that, but I definitely do believe that 
I will need to spend some time in the morning orienting myself and putting all of the pieces of the puzzle back into context in my mind and really figuring out what I uh, want to be uh, doing and how I should invest the next you know, 16 hours or so of my day uh, for maximum output. So actually, I think it's probably more of a question. Um, I think this is potentially something to really think about. First of all, to think about, hey, what is the ideal state? Like, what does it feel like when I'm like in, you know, really sharp and really ready to get my best work done or my best output in any kind of field? Um, and what are the necessarily precursors? Like, what are the steps that will realistically and reliably lead there every single time? And then once you know that, then you can start playing around with the different pieces to the puzzle adding some things, removing some things, you know, extending. There might be something like an like a extended version of this. Like what do you do when you have, you know, an hour or two in the morning to prepare? What do you do if you only have 30 minutes? Is there like a minimal version of this that that you can still run that still gets you 80% of the way? Just asking this question has been quite valuable for myself. I definitely came up with some um, insights about the way I work and the way I can get um, myself into this ideal state on a consistent basis because that's sort of the ideal jump off point to do anything that comes afterwards and um, yeah might be a personality type maybe not something that everybody needs but if you feel like hey I don't necessarily start the day every single time like super dialed in and I know that on some days I end up in a really, really good position to get my best work done. On other days, it might not be the case to the same degree. And then maybe the concept of a productivity bootloader, a specific number and order of steps that you can take to get yourself dialed in the same way a professional athlete runs himself through his mental processes to prepare for competition um, might be worth to explore. That's it for today. I hope you found this interesting. If you did, please let me know. Podcast at ultraworking.com. Always happy to be recording these for you. Thank you for listening. And as always, be well.